Welcome to the show. Welcome, everyone. I am Jared, and this is Betsy next to me. And in between us virtually is Chelsea Hope. And uh, she's coming in to uh, tell us scary stories, apparently. (laughs) Um, It is almost Halloween. And I couldn't find a guy in a leather mask, you know, made out of people to bring a chainsaw in. This is much scarier. This is freaky stuff. So tell us about yourself, Chelsea. Yeah. Um, so I live in Utah County. Um, I've been studying corruption in Utah, kind of mapping out what they're doing here and who's involved in for about the last year. And I've always been a big protector of the kids. And so when I kind of saw it was coming for our kids in the um, education and health system, it sparked me to really want to get involved. And it's kind of how I came across the stuff that we're going to talk about today. Mm. Yeah. Freaky, freaky stuff. So have you always been interested in like corruption um, and things like that? Or is this fairly new for you? Um, no, not really. Yeah, it's, it's probably within, I mean, within the last couple years, you know, I think a lot of people started waking up to a lot of the corruption and things that got blown open when COVID started. That's, that's kind of when a lot of people started waking up to, to that. And I, I probably started really getting involved around the same time, but it wasn't until about a year ago that I, I noticed that things were not going so well in Utah. And, you know, it's, we're a religious state, we're a conservative state. And so it's, it's a lot easier for them to kind of, we've got the rhinos and slip things under the rug. And I started kind of seeing some weird things going on. And it wasn't until I saw Mike Brown, I don't know if if you guys have talked with Mike or covered that story, but when he got arrested at the Capitol for wearing a We the People shirt, Dan McKay had the, the uh, officer. Yes, yeah, we had him on uh, my other show. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was that point that I was like, okay, not here, not in my state. I'm, I'm getting involved, and I really started digging in, and the the doors that I have ended up opening and going through in our state, it's 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 quite terrifying to be honest. Whereas. There's a lot of uh, bad stuff going on in our state right now that people aren't aware of. So, and hopefully we'll, uh, through through a few sessions, we'll kind of get all of that out in the open and expose that. Mm. Okay, mm. so topic of conversation. We've kind of named the show after what we, the primary discussion, which is, which is electroconvulsive therapy. Right. That's, that's what it's called? Yeah. That is- that is what it's called. Yep. So and it, can you explain that to the listeners? Because we're all familiar with electroshock therapy. It was so, used widely as a, a torture method for a lot of years. Yep. Yeah. And, it, you know, I thought, I think a lot of us figured that had been done away with, you know, the dark ages. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so when I realized that it was happening, I, yeah. So um, electroconvulsive is, and I just to be... Um, it's what it is, is it's uh, electrodes connected to the brain and it, it's electroshock. The, the difference between shock and convulsive is it's, it's meant to convulse. So it is electroshock to the brain, um, specifically to, they, they intentionally induce brand mal seizures. So that's what that is. Yeah, so, that's... so this is a bill that has been written. 
Um, you know what? So a lot of here's the other thing that I found through this research is um, Utah in the 50s, our legislation created what's called the Office of Administrative Rulemaking Act. And this office is basically a committee of non-legislative individuals who make rules. And they post these rules to a public comment page, which I don't think most people even realize exists, for 30 days. And after 30 days, it goes to the governor to sign and it becomes law. So in Utah, we don't even have to pass bills anymore um, to create law. And I have gone back and I cannot find an original bill a bill for this code. So I, I believe that this code was made through the Office of Administrative Rule, Rulemaking Act. And again, it, it's code, it's the code is, if you want to look it up, it's R523-8-5. So it isn't like a house bill or, you know, normally it's HB325 or SB123, Senate bill or house bill. There's no bill, it's just code. So I, I believe that that's how this code was made, but it is code. Um, it is on our government website. It's it's lots in force. What is the code again? R five two three dash eight dash five. Well, and and that's something we're seeing a lot. Oh, yep, comes right up. Uh, yeah, banger. And uh, if you, if you want to go to the department, the Utah Department of Health and Human Services, because this is the department that it goes through, I can show you write how to get to on the website where it says electroconvulsive which is ect for children like right on the department's webpage because they're very sneaky about where they put it and that's mm. what i'm finding with our government websites is i mean you have to go through a whole rabbit hole of links to get to where you find this stuff but it is there yeah so well we've and, we've and covered crazy laws and codes before um, is the idea to create some buzz around this and get people to come and tell you their experience with this code? Or do you already know and have spoke to people who have experienced this? Because there's like a law that says you can't put a whale in the Great Salt Lake. It's It doesn't really hold a lot right. of water, figuratively <laughs> and, you know... Well, right in now, reality, there's no Great Salt Lake to put but, oil into. But have you have you spoken to people who have had who have suffered from this code? Yes, and I actually was just talking to somebody a few days ago who said that his little brother was taken. Now, this was through the state of California, and he sent me pictures of his little brother. Um, you can see the California State Mental Hospital behind him, but. His little brother, um, he was five, and when they did an autopsy on his brother who was in this facility, uh, the autopsy came back and showed that there were signs of electroshock. Okay. Um, that was through California. So he had a five-year-old little brother that yeah. the state and the hospitals kidnapped. or uh, It's kidnapping. We can, it is. We can put whatever flowery word on it, but it is kidnapping. And... Then the child died? Yes. He died in the mental uh, health facility. And when they got the autopsy back, there were signs of electroshock that basically had fried his brain. And they didn't know that they were giving him this treatment until the autopsy came out. I do have a friend here in um, Utah whose son was taken from her. He has cerebral palsy. Um, and she was basically forced to sign custody of her child over to um, 
there's a department American in American Fork, and I can't remember what it's called, but he's been in American Fork, and uh, he, he has cerebral palsy, so he uses communication cards to communicate. And um, after they took him and admitted him, he would use the sad card a lot when she'd come to visit because he wanted to go home. And she said the last time that she saw him, he had marks all over his head. He was having several seizures a day, which he didn't used to have. He maybe had like two a month. He was having several a day, which we know once you induce a grunt, you have a grand mal seizure, it causes more seizures. And she said he used the scared card. And that was the last time that she's been allowed to see him. This is here in Utah on American Fork. And that was three years ago. And she cannot get anybody to help her to, to check on him, to even see if he's okay. She wants to bring him home. And, you know, they've reached out to congressmen to our attorney general to which you know that's another thing that maybe another day we can get into because there's some some uh questioning things with our attorney general in our state but um yeah she can't get anyone to help and i did talk to a, a few legislators who haven't done much on it um i did talk to one legislator i'm not going to give his name yet um but he's looking into it for me and he is a physician and he when i made him because he wasn't aware of this code or that this was going on and he he right away he said you know my big two issues are first of all parental rights have been taken away and secondly um he ha he said he has actually seen cases where electroshock can benefit a patient but it's it's rare but he said but i have never seen it done on a child on a developing child's brain so he was he was he was not happy to hear that. So he is looking into it. He's possibly drafting some legislation to help us with this. But um, there are people people who want certain things coming into our, our school system. They're, they're trying to bring mental health, this behavioral health, mental health into the kids' schools. Yep. Um, I, re I, mean, I received just this week a notification in our school district here in Tooele County yeah, that um, they would be doing mental health screenings unless I opted out. You opt out. And that's the thing that, that parents need to know right now with this whole suicide prevention thing going on in this safe Utah app through the attorney general's office in our state. Um, it's it's linked to some not so great things. And it is directing kids to the whole trans transgender, explore your identity, introducing them to this whole sexual orientation, gender identity thing. So, um, and when I looked at the terms and agreements of that app, it's it's a little terrifying as well. So, but it's, they are sharing the, the kids' data and they are tracking the kids' data. And um, it's, yeah, there's a lot of scary things coming for our kids. And I don't know if people have been paying attention to what's been going on in California, but they've just come out with a bill basically stating that if you don't give your kid uh, hormone blockers, or the gender reaffirming surgery that they want as a child or call them by their pronouns, it is considered neglect and abuse. And so now the state can come take your child from you. And they are pushing to do those kinds of things in these mental health clinics in the schools. And we have had groups here that is, they're giving this treatment and they are pushing these ideologies and agendas. Um, they're presenting to legislation. I've seen several presentations now where they're trying to bring mental health clinics into schools here in Utah. And our, our, I'll tell you, the committee, the legislators on, on our education and mental health coordinating committees, they are corrupt to the core. And they seem to be all over uh, 
approving this and voting yes to this bill this general session so i would i'm begging people to show up to the capitol this january through march next general session you can just google utah legislative calendar it'll pull up and just pay attention to the education and mental health coordinating when you see those committees on the calendar show up to the capitol and make your voice heard because they're they are pushing for stuff here in utah and i think people don't realize we're utah it could never come here but it's here it is and uh, they're throwing things under the rug silently because nobody's watching or paying attention. And this code, um, well, so can I get into the code for a yeah. second? Yeah, so yeah. tell us, first, hi, King, welcome to the show. Seanette, welcome to the show. It's good to see you guys. I'm back this week. Yeah. Um, tell us, tell us, walk us through how does this code get applied? What well, happens to precipitate this code being applicable and then applied to case scenario? Yeah. So the code states that if a child, and it's just a child under the age of 18 is what the code states, is a threat to themselves or others or a threat to someone else's property with, you know, there's no specifications to that. So if 16 year olds are out on the weekend and knock someone's mailbox down, it, I'm worried that that will apply. Um, but basically, a threat to someone else's property, themselves or others. And we've got the suicide prevention, depression stuff going on where that would apply. Now, the code states that once, um, if they're, uh, if they're found to be at risk of any of these things, um, they can prescribe um, this electroconvulsive treatment, which is again electroshock to the brain to induce grand mal seizures to treat depression on a developing child's brain and once this treatment is prescribed this is where the state comes in and if you as a parent refuse the, this treatment um it's not up to you code states that the department of health and human services uh, will appoint two fact finders um, the only requirements for these two fact finders is one of them has to be a physician doesn't say what kind those are the only specifications. No, it's, it's not even like at least 18 years old physician either. No age requirements, no other specifications. Um, these two fact finders, they will hold a hearing through, not even through the courts, regular due process, but through the department, they will hold a hearing. These two fact finders will listen to both sides. They will go into a room and deliberate and they will determine if your child will be forced to undergo this treatment. If they decide that your child is to undergo this treatment um, within 48 hours, you will have to give custody over to the state. It's specifically through the Division of Substance Abuse and Mental Health, which is under the Department of Health and Human Services. And within 48 hours of their decision, your child will start treatment. Um, so the I hell? Well, the thing so they, they take your child. So yeah. you, you have to surrender your rights during this prescribed time yes imagine if they'd have put this through in like early 2000s when all those emo kids were running around <laughs> we would have only had what four or five schools in the whole state that because seriously this is insane one this wasn't legislated through people who are held accountable to the populace this is right. just a command from on high from unelected uh, bureaucratic, the people who's done us really well the last two years. 
right? So yeah. that's that's right there. That is uh, that's a uh, a crying shame, right? But, but then they just take the kid. So let's say the kid, they feel the kid is a danger to someone else's property, like you know, out playing uh, mailbox baseball. So it sounds to me like then it would be more of a punishment for the kid being a teenage dirtbag, something I am unfamiliar with and never have been. But they're going to punish him for that where that that punishment, one, is extreme, and it's probably not going to do anything it's to in, improve okay, so the my, underlying causes. Yeah, my question is, what substantiative, substantiative information do they have that this electroconvulsive therapy is medicine, one, but specifically when it comes to suicide prevention, I know that they use it and it's like a la carte. If you're really rich, you can go get it done. If you're really super depressed, whatever. But, but these are full grown adults doing this on a full grown brain, which yeah. males shouldn't do that for the age of, I don't know. When are you guys grown? 55, 60? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not there yet. How would I know? That, that's what I'm saying. I've got, you have got to protect your first. tender brain. <laughs> yeah. But but definitely not children. So I don't understand what is the clinical outcome that is expected for bad behavior when prescribed this therapy. Yeah, so there's a couple things on this. So um, first of all, I do want to say there is a legislator. There's legislators I've talked to about this in the past few weeks that haven't done much with it. I did finally talk to a legislator who um, he is a physician and he was a little bit horrified by this. Um, he didn't know? He didn't know. No, oh, he didn't know. Of course he didn't know. Uh, he probably doesn't know you can't put a well in the Great Salt Lake either. Right? I'm just so saying. They, there's a lot of things they don't know, um, but he he said that you know there are there are times where he has seen that electroshock has benefited a patient a patient, but it's very rare. It should always be a last resort. But he said, but he's never seen it done on a child, and that really like this worries him. This is very concerning to him. Um, this is a developing brain. And the other thing that he was really upset about, which, you know, this this legislator is on our side, thankfully, um, is that our parental rights have totally been abolished here. And the the problem with, so on Intermountain Healthcare, because that was the next thing I looked into was like, okay, but no one's actually giving this treatment, right? Right. The Huntsman Mental Health Institute, Morningstar Health, uh, Molina Healthcare, they're doing it through Medicaid as well, and they're getting paid a ton of money through Medicaid. They want to expand Medicaid for a lot of these programs, mental health programs. Uh, so we need to fight that too. But and Intermountain Healthcare, who they're actually partnered directly with the World Economic Forum, um, but uh, Intermountain Healthcare is getting this treatment. And on their website, it states that they're they're using it for depression. It will take at least six to twelve sessions. And right on their website, it states, "Is this guaranteed to work?" And it says, "No." So um, the the next part that I I want to um, make sure that people are aware of with this is as I'm digging around because I, I came across this electroconvulsive therapy for kids on the Utah Department of Health and Human Services and this was after I saw 
one of these presentations being given to legislation to bring these mental health clinics into these schools, which I'm, I'm terrified that this is the point where this treatment is prescribed. And these mental health clinics in the yeah. schools when parents aren't around, because again, once it's prescribed, it's not up to you anymore. They can just come take them and force them into this. And they're giving this presentation and it was the Kemsey Gardner Policy Institute, which is through the University of Utah. And if you look at this board, this is like the most, this board has like the most corrupt individuals in Utah. You want to know who the corrupt people are in Utah? Go look up the Kemsey Gardner Policy Institute board of directors. Um, Mitt Romney's on there. Cox is on there. We've got legislators on there. Mike Levitt's on there. Um, it was the state of the Utah State Hospital, which is our mental hospital here. Um, Levitt Partners, which is Mike Levitt, and the Department of Health and Human Services, Utah nope. Department of Health and Human This was the group that presented the legislation to bring mental health clinics into schools. Sorry, what were you going to say, Jared? Wasn't isn't Mike Levitt the one that uh, him and the sheriff down there in Utah County are? Uh, That's uh, fulfilling. His hold hold on hold on, fulfilling my wildest dreams for a news story. <laughs> that I mean, this news story has it all: has cannibalism and corruption yeah. and and. It, yeah, it's not easy to poke holes in those stories. That's the interesting part. Yeah. Right. But that's another show for another time and another day. So, so okay. Big, his, his brother, obviously, those two aren't. Biggie David 21 Levin. says electric shock has permanent or creates permanent nerve damage as well. Well, remember that yeah. lady we talked about yeah. in Canada? They treated her during MK Ultra. MK Ultra, the CIA, Humana Humana did all their stuff. <gasps> Operation Artichoke in Canada. This is still Operation Artichoke. I, I'm they telling never stopped. you, none of that crap ever stopped. Mockingbird never stopped. Artichoke never stopped. And for all the people right now, COINTELPRO never stopped. I don't know which which one that one is. I actually, Cohen, don't know that last. was the FBI's movement against. Um, the radical left during the 60s, anti-Vietnam movement. Okay. Still it's going just, strong. It's just turned and now it's going against those that don't love the government. Okay. So right. tell me, do in most of these cases that you're aware of, I personally know someone who I don't know if she could confirm or not confirm the whereabouts of her child or, um, if he's receiving this, but he was removed. Uh, he's he's born with lots of um, issues, and and he had actually got into an altercation with her. They he's just a young he's just a young guy. I think he was eleven, yeah. and within within just a short time span, she was forced to give him over to the state. Now, I don't know if something like this has happened to him. I just can't see how this therapy has any clinical modality improvement. I, yeah, I don't know how shocking a child is going to improve their life. Pulling them out of school, pulling them out, out of, of their, their structure, home. pulling them away from loved ones, shocking their brain. Does Do they then 
Do they then return them? I, I mean, you it, said it's 12 sessions. Do they do the 12 sessions like they're gone for 12 days or do they spread it out uh, so the kid misses a year? How does this work? I, I don't know. It didn't get in. I mean, the code doesn't get into more detail. And, and from what I've tried to find with the kids, I, I can't find much more. Um, but I am hearing stories of kids that were taken and it's, it's like once they're given over, they they don't get them back. A lot of them, it's been years, and they've not they've not been allowed to see their kids. All of us, they haven't been allowed to see them, and they have no idea if they're okay, what's going on, um, and they're scared. And one of the things that people need to be aware of, I want to make sure I get this point out before we run out of time. But um, when I was I was looking through the Department of Health and Human Services after this group had presented to legislation because I wanted to look up and I came across all of this stuff. And it, it does say on, by the way, they are um, training these new psychosocial counselors, which have like no requirements. And um, they are paying, they're paying off debt to psychologists who will come work through the state through Envision Utah and the Department of Health and Human Services, which Envision Utah, Mike Levitt started that. Mike Levitt is, and Mike Levitt is on the board of trustees of Intermountain Healthcare. Who's Again, the brother of the cannibalistic pedophile yeah. accused Levitt. Yeah. Not the <laughs> Levitt that I'm mentioning earlier. Again, I'm just reiterating for the yeah. people out there. So, um, but the people who are involved in giving this treatment, uh, who, who are basically just responsible for taking the kids, and then the people who are being paid to give this treatment, these were the people who were in the group that presented the legislation to bring mental health clinics into schools. And I'm worried about these, you know, these psychosocial counselors and psychiatrists they want to bring, that these same people would be bringing into the schools, because is this where the treatment gets prescribed? Now, on the Department of Health and Human Services, I also came across, they are the ones that issue the SHARP surveys in the schools. What's now, that? The, the SHARP surveys are a, it is a suicide prevention survey. Um, and a lot of people, uh, you know, registration came around. And if you sign registration, you've opted in, uh, unless you specifically did not give permission, on um, these suicide prevention surveys, you have opted in for your child to be given these sharp surveys at school. It is a screening tool for this information that could subject them to this treatment. The same department is giving these to the schools. It is asking questions like how many other kids at home, all these questions about what's the relationship like with your parents at home, where are the guns and ammo stored in your home? Some kids identify as um, transgender. It means that they believe that they're a different sex than what they were born. Do you consider yourself transgender? And all of these drug, alcohol use, have you ever uh, destroyed someone else's property? Um, mm. Have you ever belonged to a gang? And, that, and these start in sixth grade. These surveys start in sixth grade in the schools. Um, and all sorts of questions like, have you ever burned yourself? Have you ever cut yourself? How often are you very sad? Have you ever thought about killing yourself? If so, have you thought, have thought about how you would do it? This survey is being given starting in sixth grade to kids in schools through the department. And it is a screening tool. And at the end of the survey, there's a risk score for each of the categories in this code that they can be subjected to. And there's a risk score according to how they answer these questions of if they fall into these categories for this code. What do you think their end game is? Because when I'm listening to this, I say, okay, all right, fine. We at large apply this code. We collect all these surveys. We, 
what is the end game? What is the purpose? Why? Do, do we want to go down into a, a deep rabbit hole here? I don't <laughs> know this? if this is the proper show to go down <laughs> yes, rabbit holes. This is, the rabbit, this is the rabbit hole show. Okay. I, I mean, because you really have to ask yourself why. I mean, this is. This is not normal. This is right. Sick. This is I mean, this. These are psych. I'm sorry, but I don't know how else to say this. But these are psychopaths. This is just evil. And when I I looked into the NIH, so our Utah Department of Health and Human Services is um, um, partnered with the American Psychiatric Association and with the Aspen Institute Ascend. Now the Aspen Institute Ascend. Um, is Rockefeller and the Carnegie Institute. And and anybody that knows much history on these two groups, they funded Hitler's Holocaust. They funded Mengele, the Angel of Death. And after World War II, so we see a lot of departments reorganize, right? Originally, we had the League of Nations, and they took everyone's guns, and they talked about world peace, and they would, they would regulate everyone and make sure there was peace. And... Um, then we had World War II, and it was really America who was like, we're not going to give our guns away, who ended up coming in and and intervening. Um, and after that, they reorganized, and they formed the United Nations. And now you're seeing a lot of the same tactics through the World Economic Forum and United Nations, and this new, you know, this isn't a secret, they're talking about it open, this new world government, right? Like, for a while, it was a conspiracy theory, but they are talking about it openly right now. Um, the United Nations. Now, it was the same thing with, now Hitler got his ide- his um, ideas of race and blood, his ideologies. It was actually from a professor at Stanford University in America who was part of the American Eugenics Society. And they're the ones that came up with the idea of this Nordic perfect race, the blonde hair, blue eyed, perfect race. Um, after World War II, again, the same thing. Eugenics, well, they, you can't not mention Margaret Sanger when you talk about the uh, eugenics programs either. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah, Margaret, yeah. And um, exactly. But they, so they reorganized and rather, and it was called, so the League of Nations became United Nations. Eugenics became genetics. And you're seeing a lot of this, like these heredity, heredogene through Intermountain Healthcare and mm-hmm. um, huge focus genetics. on it. What was that? I said they have a huge focus on it. Yeah, and we we hear, and if you want to play this, you can. Uh, we don't have to play all six minutes of it, Jared, in a second here. But the World Economic Forum, they talk about hacking DNA and DNA sequencing. And there's a lot of, it's when you see that it's the same people who funded the concentration camps, it's like they're still, and they talk about, they're, they're telling people that, you know, we if your child is predisposed to certain conditions and genetics, we can program them ahead of time, right? You can decide now if you want your child to have blonde hair or blue eyes, or you can yeah. decide that ahead of time. So now they're creating this perfect race before the child's even born. And when I'm going through the, now the NIH is partnered with, with the um, American Psychiatric Association as well, who, and they're partnered with our Utah Department of Health and Human Services. And, um, the NIH is doing studies on, it's called electrophoretic, electrophoretic something, I forget the second word, but it's D- 
DNA sequencing. And what they do is they use positive electrodes to pull proteins out of DNA and they're doing studies with it. So I, my person, I mean, this is, I, when you understand who the World Economic Forum are and who these people are behind this agenda and what they're pushing, it's, they're sick. They're, they're psychopaths. And, and that's kind of where you have to go to understand why they would push this on a child. Because I don't know where else you can go to, yeah, to I th- justify this. I think, um, I think we, we view the world, the world through the lens that we carry. And so it's really difficult to understand the point. Like, because right. we want we want to put it in a box. Like, are we talking genocide? Biggie 21 says, it, I mean, this is clearly genocide. But we know what happens when the population drops below certain levels. I mean, we are staring right down the barrel oh, at that yeah. now. Um, we stand on the precipice you, of population collapse. And you, this is worldwide. Yeah, and, and eugenics, because it has been practiced for so long and... But it, what it comes down to is these people are psychopaths. Uh, they are. Psychopaths. It, it, there is no reason. There's no rhyme or reason. They just do it because they can. Control yep. fe- freaks. Um, yeah. You know. And we saw with the vaccines. I mean, people are dying. They, they force this on people. And they knew. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the emails have come out. The, the the abstracts and the studies and all their documentation, you know, Congress has it. And they, they, I tune in live to the congressional and Senate floor, you know, in DC. And I listen to them talking about all the, it's like, you guys knew, they knew that the vaccines were killing people. And these people are crazy. So this is just, it's my theory that this is connected, this electroconvulsive, that they're using it as experimentation, a study, for whatever they have planned, that's my theory, but I can tell you that it is fact that they are doing this to children here. And I'm scared that they're gonna start taking kids to these mental health clinics and schools, that that's how they're gonna start doing it. Cause they are already doing it in California. Um, yeah, do you, know which, do you know which states? And how would a person, well, because it's these- Well, not Wyoming. I'm it's sure it's not same. Wyoming. Uh, eight people, you can't separate them like that. <laughs> But how does someone, these are such obscure codes, they've not gone through legislation, There's there's been no fanfare, they're just kind of slipped in under the rug. How would someone find out if the state that they live in mm. has a code like this? Because then the next question is, okay, now what? Yeah, right now we've got listeners... Uh, just knowing the people that I can see on the screen, we've got Texas and Denver and, yeah, you know. Yeah, so, so, so now what? How do they find out? How do they find out if their state is messed up? Okay, uh, first, they are. Okay, how do they find out <laughs> if their state is messed up in this direction, not just in all the others? I What I would do is I would just um, Google, go to your, if you know how to look up your code in your state, it's a little bit different for everybody, but I would just Google, you know, like Utah code, Texas code, whatever, you know, state code, electroconvulsive um, or electroconvulsive in children. And, you know, you might have to, they don't make it easy to find all the time. So you might have to kind of play around with it. But um, I, I really, I haven't done a whole lot of research in the other states. Again, like I said, I've been really studying corruption in Utah. Um, but I would imagine if you know where to find, go to the, your 
state's website where they list all the bills and the and the code state code all the law um you can search in there it there's search terms and i would just search electroconvulsive or electro or electroshock and see what comes up are you um, are you a mom chelsea i'm not so um, advice for me because i am if you were yeah. going to give advice to a parent out there um Knowing what you know, what would be the advice you would give to them with regard to this particular code? Um, um, so we need to fight it in legislation. One is we have, as the gatekeepers to the Constitution and our government, we've fallen asleep. And we've, we've fallen asleep at the gate and we've not been watching and paying attention to what they're doing. And this is how they are slipping things through the back doors because they know no one's watching. So they need to know that they have eyes on them. You've got to start getting to your state's legislative sessions and fill the rooms and give public comment and voice your opinion and um, you know city council meetings. And I know that we're exhausted and we're tired and really our system is set up to where both parents have to work and we're so busy that we can't pay attention. That was by design. Um, but if you can, you can virtually tune in. Just first of all, pay attention so you, you even know that these things are happening. Um, when I hear presentations being given for education and mental health, I immediately go research. I look up the groups that present and I go all through their website. I see who's on the board and I figure out what is this, what are they about? Because most of the time on their website, it'll say, you can you can figure out pretty quickly if they're pushing the transgender ideology, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, we are actually in Orem. I don't know if you've heard the fuss, but in Orem, we are, it's just gone on our ballot this November if you are a resident in Orem, um, which Alpine School District is giving the SHARP surveys to kids, just so you're all aware. Um, we have the opportunity to vote on breaking away from Alpine School District and create our own district through school Orem School District where the parents would be back in charge. So I would like to let people know if you're in Orem and you're listening or if you know people in Orem vote yes to prop two and no to the bond that would bond us to Alpine School District longer bring this idea to your city councilmen and mayors um tell them to put it on the on you know do a feasibility study to see if that you can do this financially to break away from these school systems and create these systems where the parents have control again um there is we do we're working on I don't know if you know Natalie Klein she's on my Utah yeah, School Board of Education. Um, she's actually was meeting with somebody that I got to sit in on. He's been working on this homeschooling program for years, for a while, and he's putting this homeschool program together where as the parent, you can just print off the homework. And, you know, Candace Owens kind of talked about it. If, if we need to pull our kids out of the school system and just homeschool them, we'll have the tools soon. And um, I'm, I will do everything I can to share these programs and systems with people. Maybe you can help me get it out there so that parents have the tools, but let's come together as parents and uncles and aunts and grandparents and volunteer and take a couple days a month and and let's homeschool our kids instead if we have to. But for sure, pay attention with registration, these suicide prevention surveys and these surveys that you're they're giving your kids, um, opt out, don't give your consent. and. If you already registered, I would call the school and then I would send an email so you have proof in writing, letting them know, I, I, you know, I do not consent. I revoke my consent to these surveys. And talk with your kids. Talk with your kids at home, and you know how to talk to them the best age-appropriate way um, for your child. But you know, if if your teachers or your schools are having you answer these questions or give you these surveys, you're to tell them that no, you're not allowed, and come call me immediately. 
but talk with your kids, communicate with them, let them know expectations and to, to communicate with you on if something's happening that you, they know because you've told them isn't okay. But I, I would, would opt out of case. I would almost lean into it if I was a father of a child again. I would have that kid ready for the sharp survey. Where do they keep the guns in the house? Oh, they got lost down at the reservoir. You know, do you ever cut yourself? Well, you know, first grader, my dad handed me a chainsaw last summer. Things went awry. You know, I would, I would, I would make these people read then the survey. Then you get shit. A you're going to be the biscuit. first adult prescribed this therapy. Who's to say I shouldn't? The first adult. I should be prescribed it. We all know this, but what I want to say is also on the homeschooling. Betsy homeschooled last year because of uh, the COVID mandates. The COVID mandates that came down. The great yeah. Dr. Ron Paul, yeah. the greatest human being to ever walk the face of this earth, has a <laughs> homeschool program that you can awesome. sign up to. Uh, I don't know the cost of it. I looked into it once. Very reasonable. It costs like I think it was like three hundred dollars for a whole year. The whole curricula, and uh, and you get. He got some of the smartest people, liberty-minded people from around the country, to write the portions. You know, you get a uh, Tom Woods write your history part, and Tom Woods is a a history professor, and you get real liberty-minded, not you know, not a revisionist. Uh, what should history. I say? A, a a brain dead moron just because they went to some Ivy League school but they couldn't tie their shoes right in it. You get an actual uh, an actual liberty minded person. So uh, I I'm a big advocate for homeschool. Uh, I don't know how you can turn your kids over to the state until yeah. they're 18 and expect a good outcome. And you know, and and for those who are wondering, I mean, we know, we do know as well. And yes, in Utah, and I've I've talked with Burgess Owens, and he's confirmed, yes, we have a huge problem with child protective services taking kids, you know, in our in our state, um, so and not taking have, ones. Oh yeah, that, that, that absolutely right, are in be. distress. The ones They're that are left. in serious trouble, they ignore. But the ones that they can milk some yeah. money out of the parent or a grandparent, yep. they'll nab. Yeah. And just so y'all are aware too, because I, I want you to understand, they want this enforced because originally the code was electroshock in adults. They changed it to electroshock in children, not adults and children. It became electroshock in children. And then they changed it again to electroconvulsive in children. And code specifically states to induce grand mal seizures. There, there were two people who actually tried to um, pass bills the right way um, to change this code. One of them would prohibit this treatment on anyone under the age of 18. The other one would list informed consent to the parent and give parental rights back. Um, and on in the informed consent, the consent form would have to list all the things that can cause like cardiac arrest, um, hemorrhaging in the brain, you know, permanent memory loss, permanent seizures, all, all sorts of stuff. And it would have to, any autopsies that, um, so any deaths that resulted from this treatment within 14 days of treatment, death, and any signs of asphyxiation from this treatment in autopsies would have to be reported to the state. Both of these bills were struck down and not passed. So they want to be 
Mm. So let's get our kids, uh, if we can, let's get them out of the system. <laughs> let's just pull them out and start homeschooling and just give a big middle finger, you know, to government. I um, love it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's, just, let's let the children be raised and educated by people who actually love and care about them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, now I know you're scheduled to go on to another show. How much yes. longer can we keep you? Um, I think he's going to come grab me. I'm in his office right now, so he'll come grab me in a minute. Okay, um, he's well, at around five, so. Let's run through some, uh, through some questions or comments. I'll kind of grade yeah, these, yeah. so... Uh, do, do, do. We read all of those ones. We did read those ones. Yep. Okay. Shauna says, I do not like MK Ultra. And no, none of it. <laughs> I, don't think we, I don't think any of us do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the deeper you dive into MK Ultra, or Operation Artichoke was actually the umbrella name of it. MK Ultra was a little part of it. That's the Ted Kaczynski making part. Right. If you want to look into craziness, look into Ted Kaczynski. But. You've got like Operation Midnight Climax. You've got a, uh, you know, the, the, uh, a whole bunch of different operations that were separated, where they were looking for, I think, changing civilization through some violent means, some sub uh, subconscious means, all sorts of stuff. King says in the eighties, Guns and Roses music video. They're actually, uh, one of them... Axel is getting shock therapy while watching footage of activism. This just proves that this method is very cruel. Yeah. Looks like you got to go. Yep. Uh, Yeah, sorry. Okay, no, you're good. Thanks for joining us, Chelsea. Thank you so much for having me on. I I appreciate you letting me get the word out. And yeah, just just let's... Pay attention, pay attention to legislation, pay attention to what's going on in the in the schools and do do not consent to these suicide prevention surveys. And this the Safe Utah app, by the way, that is it's directing kids to um yeah. suicide prevention resources. It's not good. Keep your keep your kids off of it. Keep them off of it. Perfect. So. Well, we will have you back on. Yeah, we'll, awesome. We'll, we'll and have I, you- have, I, have, I have to go, but if you want yes. to play them that clip that I emailed you, it's, you know, the World Economic Forum, they're talking about hacking DNA. I mean, they openly talk about this stuff. You know, feel free. If they want to curate, you're welcome to play that for them. But I, I Well, I've got it pulled up and ready to be played. Cool. Thanks, awesome. Chelsea. Thank you. And we'll, we'll see you again soon. Okay. Sounds good. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, all right, everyone. So, uh we just lost Chelsea, and uh, but yeah, she'll uh, we'll have her back. Biggie twenty one says, "Always follow the money." I think I think that is the. I've often wondered this: Are all super wealthy people psychopaths, or or? Do you be, have to, do you have to be does, a psychopath to be super wealthy? Yeah. So, so which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Am I a psychopath? And, and by means of anything necessary, that's how I make my riches? Or do I make my riches and then become a psychopath? Man, that is tough. That's a tough question. Uh, let me throw this out there real quick. All right, anyone who wants to go, uh, Chelsea does a blog at the UtahFreedomCoalition.org. They've got a lot of great blogs. Uh, yeah, a lot of blogs, a lot of information. It's a liberty and constitutional liberty, and constitutional minded, uh, 
web page, but go check it out. You can read her blog. She's also looking into some uh, water issues that we're having in Utah that some of it seems to be uh, manufactured issues that we have. It's just go shady. Just yeah, go shady. Yeah, shocking, I know. I know, it's it's shocking. But, but yeah, I, I mean, to take children... When they're hurting, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I've often said that if if my child was prescribed something, um, whatever it is that I disagreed with, and and I was being forced, like I'm out. But I know in a lot of these cases, these parents don't have a place to go. They can't just bug out with their family. They're kind of stuck where they're at. They may have other children. Very true. In most cases, they've got jobs and other family. And I mean, to what lengths would you have to go to in that 48-hour time window? And then you're you're running from the law at this point. Yeah. So Venezuela, what are we talking? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Costa Rica, happiest uh, people on earth is what it says. Rated as the happiest place to live. And if I remember, Costa Rica doesn't have one of them. Uh, extradition laws. Extradition laws. So. so. And it's an island. He's surrounded by water and fishing. Mm, it's perfect for learn you. Learn to surf. Yeah. At my old age. But I know that a lot of people wouldn't. If, if right now you were given 48 hours and you had to figure out a way to protect your child... What would that look like? I mean, what would it look like? Because I know for me, as devoted parent as I am, it will, 48 hours would be tough. It makes you wonder if there's a state that would stand up for you, that you could go to a state where Utah would have to argue for extradition from say that's why i wonder which states don't have this because i know if you move your child to a specific state if they're there for a period of time it's dependent on the state they they are a a member of that state and so all of the judicial items have to go through that state go go to mexico and then swim and jump the border into california and get the sanctuary action of san francisco boom I would rather get electroshock therapy than walking through that uh, sewage, open sewage on the sidewalks, but I wouldn't want my kid to get it. Yeah. But yeah, all right, a few more comments. Uh, do, 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 do. King says, remember back in the 17 through 1800s, many people were thrown in insane asylums due to their patriotism and were left there to die. Oh. Women were thrown in there for what they called hysteria. Uh, for proper reasons, Betsy. <laughs> Excuse you. If they if they were argumentative. <laughs> go on, go on, do please dig in more. Burn dinner. What? What? What else? What else? Yes, you got? if they refused to do housework, they were put in insane asylums. As proper we have lost we have lost our nation this is this is why we know your brain's not done growing this is it here that and i've been telling you that the whole time i barely evolved um 
Biggie Biggie Twenty One says, "Doubt that would get past any place besides Colorado." Um, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but I would like to know who all has these types of codes. Yeah, everyone out there, listen. We got right now on the open comments. We got Colorado. We got two Texas. Kings, you're in Texas, right? I think you're in Texas. Uh, if you get the chance, look this up. And if it is going on in your state. If this is happening in Texas, I have lost all hope. A, a bulwark. Hey, I don't want to dog on Texas so early in the show, but we got constitutional carry first, Betsy. Okay, that's true. All right, fine. Now, we are not Wyoming. We're not? We're not Wyoming, but then again... All eight people elected one of them to be a representative, and that's the whole population. We are not Wyoming, but. All right. Uh, King says, the truth is in plain sight. I don't know if you guys ever read or seen the old Batman comic books where all the evil villains are thrown in an insane asylum. That's a good point. That's a good point. Biggie says, obviously, the end game is to take the children. I think it's to separate the children from the parents. If you break down the family, which is the bedrock of a free society, then there's no more free society. So it's just control? I think that's it. I think that's why the schools try separating them. I think that's why the schools will openly pursue teaching things that they know will cause... uh, will cause arguments and um, unhappiness around the dinner table. Mm. Okay. Uh, Biggie says genocide. That's and, what I wonder. Yeah. King says, I got to say this has NWO all over it and Hogan and Bishop not running things. What's Hogan and Bishop? Like Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, but who's Bishop? Um... I know who you're talking about, King. Well, fill me in on it. Uh, I can't. That's old school. <laughs> you gotta give me a minute. Okay. Uh, big yes. They're all following orders <clears throat> from the top guys. Uh, Biggie says that's true. The Blue Lodge is kept in the dark. Santo speak. And there's a lot of language here. I need to learn. When you force and push something on a child that Eric is not... Eric Bischoff. Who are they? He's a wrestler. Oh, they're wrestlers? Hulk Hogan? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I watched wrestling back when it was uh, WWF, and I quit watching it after that. Anyways, when you force and push something on a child that is not good for him or anyone, you are a psychopath, Correct. Uh, very true. I blame the second Patriot Act for abolishing the Constitution. Look up on YouTube. Bob Anyhart killed Joan Bennett Ramsey. John Bennett Ramsey. Oh, yeah. John. So close. I was dead on. <laughs> yeah, that one's, that's an, and that's been opened back up. The, the case mm-hmm. has, they're looking into it again. That's pretty wild. These evil people can only get away with it being kept in the dark. I still remember back in 98, the doctors used to prescribe OxyContin to relieve stress. And afterwards, the clients were dropping like flies and their character changed for the worst. Most of them became criminals. Mm. Write your Senate. Yeah, I, I gosh, man, I hope uh, 
we really need to. So this says that there are 33 states that do not have a code on the use of ECT. All the rest do. Okay, does it tell us which states? Wyoming would be at the bottom. It's a W. (laughs) So it does say California's specific legislative requirement that three consenting physicians agree to the treatment. Oh, they go one more than us? Uh, The Colorado Revised Statutes, the Texas Health and Safety Laws, and the New York Office of Mental Health are very very specific with respect to the requirements. Um, and it gives me a code. Like there's a, there's a ton of codes. It's interesting that, that I had no idea that they could force prescribe your child electroconvulsive therapy. Just like that. They shouldn't be able to force prescribe your child anything. No. Full stop. No, nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. Nothing at all. And And they're doing it without, I can see, they hide this behind. Okay, we elect the legislatures. That's people we can hold accountable for making dumb ideas, for making dumb policy. People we can but don't hold accountable. Yeah, but people we can. We can vote someone out. But what they do is they write this stuff in through bureaucracies that hide adjacent to the legislatures. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at, look at, uh, St. Fauci. I'll, I'll, you know, hallowed be his name, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> look at him, all of the, all of the, the, the good and righteous stuff he did for us over the last couple of years. Yeah. He was a saint. Yes. He just, he, his thoughts and his mouth single-handedly, uh, destroyed an economy and is we're feeling the effects of him right now mm-hmm. he's pretty powerful and he's not going to be punished for it not at all and he's retiring because the and republicans he's taking all are, his pension the, the republicans are due to come back in so he's retiring now probably going to take another job somewhere else in some shady child rapey area of the world going to take some other job somewhere else so that the so that they can't come after him. And we're we're marching headstrong into another great depression. And he's going to skate for that. King says, I'm not going to lie. If I was super wealthy and rich, I'd be doing real messed up things and <laughs> I'll either be drunk, stoned or out, or all of the above. I'd be real naughty. See, yes. King? King but agrees. I would do some shady stuff I for a million never, bucks. Yeah, but say I had a million bucks. That wouldn't then ever make me want to abuse a child. Ever. No. Now, would it make me maybe want to buy my own fishing island? Like, I would buy Epstein's Perhaps. island, and I'd have <laughs> charters going in all directions. I'd build a temple to the fish gods. And I'd populate it with nice deer that then I could hunt and see a deer. (laughs) But I don't think being rich would make me 
What that's what I see. This is what are. I wonder because I think creepy people get rich because they're willing to do what other whatever people it takes. won't. Yeah, whatever it takes. Like I wouldn't be able. To, I wouldn't be willing to rob someone to get rich. Okay, maybe to get rich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But to get, you know, a little I, bit of okay. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the point of all of this is, because. If there is this grand plan, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, here's what we're going to do for the next 300 years. Why? Why would they put it together? What is the end goal? I mean, at the end of this therapy, what have you got? You've got a kid that lost at least 12 sessions worth of school and family time and they're traumatized and they probably, you know, wet the bed now. And you've lost more control. You've disrupted a family. Than, than you could have possibly gained. Let's imagine you've probably disrupted multiple families. Let's say sure. us, we have five siblings and God knows how many step-siblings. I haven't counted them in a while, but something like 32 or something. Our stepdad made a lot of kids. But anyways, imagine if this came down on just one of our... Yeah. And that would send a shockwave through all of them. Yeah. It would intimidate all of them. Hmm. I just just think that if anyone in charge is listening, that they should get a t-shirt that says, you get more bees with honey. Mm. Exclamation point. Uh, maybe one of those quote of the day toilet paper sets. <laughs> they read it. Wipe. <laughs> God, it's just, it's evil. Yeah. It's evil and awful. Anyways, that's the show, guys. Uh, it we is didn't make scary. it through all the comments. Please, if you guys got more stuff to talk about or anything you want us to talk about, uh, shoot, it, shoot us up. You can find us on Facebook and, of course, here on YouTube. And my email is uh, uh, Jared at the wildpod.com and Betsy's is Betsy at the wildpod.com yep. or there's the wildpod.com. I, I think yeah. that's right. The wildpod.com. Anyways, uh, but find us, reach out to us. If you got something you notice that's going on that's uh, conspiracy theory wise, uh, reach out and let us know. We, uh, we want to. Uh, I know I make a lot of crass and out-of-control jokes at times, but we do want to provide a service for humanity. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's part of the reason why we talk about this stuff. Yep. You know, service for humanity. I mean, I know. I do it to get rich. Let's all admit it. I'm telling you, sketchy stuff. Sketchy stuff. (laughs) Have a great week, guys. I would show my stuff on. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one.